All right, let's do it. Thank you for joining Spazzing Out. This is my program. I am Spaz or Anthony Pazzioli. Now, the funny thing about this is I forget that there are actually people in other states and other countries that either are watching on the live feed or that listen to the podcast. Now, it's not many, but there are people in India. There are people in Portugal and in the UK that listen to the podcast. And I always assume that people have an idea of who I am and what I'm all about. So for those people that don't, the show is called Spazzing Out because this is a microcosm or a micro content of my personality all jammed into about an hour where I talk about the topics that are important to me and I get pretty heated about it. And that's why people call me Spaz and that's why the program's Spazzing Out. My real name's Anthony, Anthony Pazzioli. I'd like someday to just be called Anthony Pazzioli, but it's probably never going to happen. So I stuck with the Spaz thing. I like to compare myself to The Rock, where he's now called Dwayne Johnson. But sometimes people call him The Rock. Well, maybe someday people will call me Anthony Spaz Pazzioli. I don't know. Now, number one rule on this podcast is if you don't like it, I don't care, but I need to do, but I need you to do me a favor. At least subscribe. You can go to anthonypaziali.com. Bunch of links to where you can get my podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. It's on all of them. Just subscribe. And when the thing pops up that I got a new episode, you don't have to listen to it. Don't listen. Just turn it down. Get through like the first 17 minutes. I have one commercial. I make one cent. One measly cent. I need the metric. Give me the metric. I get paid and you're out. I'd really appreciate if you do that. Now, there are people that actually do like the podcast. And I know this because I got a call today from a man in Taunton looking for a job from Take Junk. He called up and he, he just right off the bat, he said, is this Spaz? And I said, yeah, hey, yeah, it's Anthony. He goes, all right, I, guy, I know you don't do estimates. And I started laughing about it. Um, but he started telling me about what he has. And I'm going to go do a job for him on uh, Friday. Or as he said it, he, he'll book the job when he's ready because he knows how much it pisses me off that if you're not ready to have a job, don't fucking call. We talked about that yesterday. I go on and on and on about businesses that do free estimates and how you're wasting your time. If you want to hear about that, go listen to that podcast that talks about free estimates. All I know is that at least I know someone is listening, someone from Taunton, and I got some people on here and some people on TikTok. So sponsor of the day, the Greg Hill Foundation. Every single day, I pick a local entity, whether it's an author, whether it's a, a, a podcaster or an influencer or a local business. And I talk about them to raise awareness about them. I had to do a job today uh, for the person that runs the foundation. Her name is Erin Lynch. She uh, was talking about the foundation and about how donations are doing just okay. They're not great. They're not the worst. But they just canceled the golf tournament, most of the summer events, and everything they're doing. They're doing a great thing called Restaurant Strong, which helps out the restaurant industry. But the Greg Hill Foundation helps out tons of other families, and they need your help, and they need your donations. So if you go to the GregHillFoundation.org and donate anything, 10 5 bucks, whatever it is, 
it would be really helpful, especially now, because not everybody is, is, is donating, okay? Trump spent a lot of his time on Jimmy Kimmel. Why? I We could talk about that after. I have no idea. Someone on TikTok just asked me why Trump spent a lot of time on Kimmel. I didn't even know Trump was on fucking Kimmel. I'll have to look into it, and I'll have to get back to you, and we'll figure it out. You'll also understand in my podcast that because I record my podcast while doing Facebook Live and TikTok Live, soon to be Instagram Live and Twitter Live, once I get two more iPads or computers or something or live stream things, we'll have it all across the board, and I go from bounce to bounce to bounce to bounce to bounce, okay? My man Brian Black just... uh, Chimed in and said the Greg Hill Foundation is the best local charity. By far it is. 150% the Greg Hill Foundation helps out. It's helped out thousands of people. Almost $4 million um, donated to people. I'm one of the people. They actually donated. They paid for my dad's funeral many, many years ago. I'm very passionate about that foundation. And if you guys could help them out, I'd appreciate it. So let's talk about the grammar police. Because I'm sick and tired of people that bitch about shit that doesn't need to be bitched about or bother people about it. If you you don't like it, don't follow me. So I cannot spell and I don't care to look up the word to figure out how to spell it properly. And I don't care about grammar. There, you've had it. I don't give a shit. I will use T-H-E-R there for everything. I'm going there, T-H-E-R. The, it's theirs, T-H-E-R. I don't, I don't give a shit, man. I'm using there and I'm using Y-O-U-R for everything. No apostrophes, bro. The only apostrophe in my life is the one between spaz and N. That's it. I don't know what's wrong with you people where you literally spend your whole entire day looking at people's feeds and the content they put out. You can't just appreciate the content. You can't just say, hey, you know what? That was pretty funny. No, you got to comment and be like, oh, by the way, you forgot the ah after after you. You were supposed to say your, but you fucking know what I meant. Simple, simple. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. Put it in there. 90% of us. I, I didn't see it, man. I read it like five times. Actually, I didn't. I don't proofread my shit. And I don't think that you people should either. So if you got a problem with my spelling, don't fucking follow me. Plain and simple. I don't care. Don't follow. If it offends you that much, if you're that upset, my brother Mike is an English teacher. And he doesn't bust my nuts about it. I don't have time to double check and check all the time whether or not something is spelt correctly. Nor does it matter. I have never in my entire life, never, ever, ever had a problem making money or ever have money been held back because I didn't spell something correctly or because my grandma sucked. Never, never, ever, ever has grammar or spelling affected anything in my entire life. Nothing. Zilch. Zero. I can't even think of an instant where spelling or grammar was an issue. Ever. Never, ever, ever. But yet, there are these people, the same people who were in your class when you didn't do your homework that raised their hand and said, Oh, 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 Mr. McPartland, are you going to collect the homework? Shut up! 
We're not in high school anymore, people. This is real world. I'm a real man. 41 years old. I have a business. I have a fucking podcast, bro. I don't need your shit about whether or not I spelled something right or wrong. You got the joke. You understand what I'm saying? Because if you didn't, if you didn't know what I was saying, you wouldn't be correcting me. So, just wanted to get that out there, that the grammar police... So it's not fuck the police anymore. It's fuck the grammar police. Sick and tired of people. I'd like to know what you guys do for a living. Honestly, honestly. You know, I like to go up to the grammar police guy and be like, hey, bro, you got a video that's got 2 million views? Do you? Do you, bro? Did you know I spelled something wrong in that caption? I spelled something wrong. I spelled jump fucking A around. Jump A. Okay, my biggest pet fee, my new biggest pet peeve has just happened. So if you're listening to my podcast and you weren't watching me live on TikTok or on Facebook, what happened is somebody called. Now, normally I'd be really pissed off and I am pissed off because I'm trying to record my podcast, but hey, Linda, but it was a customer. It was a take junk call. So I'm a little bit less aggravated because the guy didn't know that I was recording my podcast, but it is a little bit frustrating in the middle of a flow and a rant when I'm talking about something to have somebody call and disrupt the whole fucking program, especially because I'm doing a live feed. So I'm trying to get more people to join the live feed, but I got to bounce out to take a phone call and I got to stop my podcast. Hold on. To take a phone call. So TikTok, Facebook, I apologize. I hope you guys can understand that we're on a very limited budget here at, at, uh, uh, Paziali Media, I guess that's what we'll call it, right? As a waka waka. Very limited budget. I'm using my daughter's iPad, I'm using my iPad, and I'm using my cell phone to do this podcast. That's why I need your help to tell everybody about the podcast, to help me grow the podcast so that we can actually get some funds and have a legit show. And, you know, we can honor this awesome banner in the background from my man Brad. All right. Why don't we get into a topic? Because I have no idea what we were talking about. So why don't we just get in to something that is uh, cool and something that's in, important. Um, let's talk about Major League Baseball. Uh, Washington National uh, pitcher, Sean Doolittle. He's a pitcher. He's a closer. You set up man closer. Whatever. I don't really know. Truth is, I don't give a shit about baseball. It's the most boring sport on the planet. There's nothing more annoying and boring than watching a baseball game. It's tiresome. It takes forever. And it's it just sucks. Now, if you're at the game, a little bit different. Game, hot dog, beer, totally cool. Baseball blows. But I do want to talk about this pitcher because Major League Baseball is talking about starting the season the weekend of the 4th of July. So they're going to stop playing ball again at the weekend of the 4th of July. Now, it could happen in Arizona because apparently Arizona's governor says, hey, we're open for business. We can have sports here in Arizona. Now, he has tweeted some questions that he would like answered to Major League Baseball. This man wants some things answered before he steps on the field. Now, we'll go through some of the questions. There's only five of them. And they're, they're listen, they're important questions. First question is, will there be enough tests? He wants to know if there's going to be enough tests and will you be tested every single game? Will the bat boy, this legit, what are you saying? Will the bat boy be tested? Will the equipment manager be tested? Will the coaches be tested? Will the health, uh, you know, the trainers, anybody who has to be there 
The fans won't be. Will they be tested on a, on a daily basis to make sure that they don't have the coronavirus? Next thing is what we don't, he, he wants to know uh, what is the long-term issues? What are the long, t- someone just asked me if I'll sing Goba. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, what is the long-term health effects to athletes with the coronavirus? He wants to know if an athlete catches this virus, what's going to happen to him long-term? Next thing is, will the dugouts, locker rooms be safe? Will there be enough room, the, the, the dugouts, locker rooms, and bullpens, will there be enough room so that nobody is close to each other? So that, oh, I'm going to get to, 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 someone just wants to know about 696. We're going to get to 696 in a minute because we're going to talk about the charity. So one thing at a time. Will there be enough space, okay, that we could properly social distance? Um, what happens uh, if there's a second wave? So he wants to know what happens if there's a second wave. And then the third one is what's the protocol if somebody gets it? So you're a player, you get it, what happens? Okay. And he doesn't want to go back to work. He won't go back to work until he gets these five answers. This man is going to make one, I'm sorry, this man is going to make $6.5 million this year, guaranteed. He's getting paid it, whether he plays or not. Whether this man shows up and plays or not. It's his choice, right? I totally understand that it's his choice not to play. And he wants to remain safe. I think he should have to forfeit his salary. If Major League Baseball opens back up, Major League Baseball deems that it's safe, the government deems that it's okay to stop playing sports again, and you are healthy enough to play, if you do not play, you're going to have to give up the $6.5 million. Because there are plenty of us that would fucking go play baseball, the most boring game on the planet, pitch, Five pitches, bro. You're a fucking closer. You get out there for like 10 minutes. You chuck a ball and you get paid a shit ton of money. And you're going to bitch about, oh, is someone going to be too close to me? Oh, are they going to have enough fucking testing? Oh, what's the protocol? Bro, the protocol is you make a 6.5 million. Shut the fuck up and play ball. Simple. And if you don't like it, we take it. It's gone. You know how many Americans? This is what burns me. Do you know how many unemployed Americans there are that all, a lot of them got called back to work, right? Without going to work. So a lot of these businesses got the money. They got the paycheck fuck you money or whatever the hell it's called. The the paycheck monopoly money. They got the monopoly money. Part of the deal for getting the monopoly money is that they would pay their employees. And now once the employees start getting paid, well, guess what? They lost their unemployment. They lost that extra 600 bucks a week they were getting. I don't think they should have been getting it anyways. I don't think they should have got it, right? But here's the point. These people were forced to get back to work. These people were forced to take less money. You, you're not injured. You're being told that your job is open. And if you can't go to work and you won't go to work, bro, you're fired and you don't get your money. You're fired. You are fired. See you later. $6.5 million down the drain. Fired. Do not pass go. Do not collect your fucking Monopoly money. I think it's BS. And I'm not saying that athletes are above us. But when you're making that kind of loot. And you can work. Or it's like guaranteed money. 
Imagine being the owner of that team. You're the owner of the Washington Nationals, and you get this douchebag who's making $6.5 million of your money to work literally 10 minutes a fucking night. And then he's like, no, I don't want to be near anybody. You never know. Bro, you're going to be fucking outside. And if you don't want to be near people, don't be near them. Go sit in your car until they call you in. Go sit out in the parking lot, in your car, listening to the game, and then they'll call your ass in. They'll say, hey, Roland Gardner, you're up. Let's go. Then you can come, you waddle your ass in, don't touch anybody, throw five balls, get paid $6.5 million. You're trying to skate the whole season making loot. You're trying to make loot. My wife just logged in. Now I got to keep it cool. She's on TikTok and she's on Facebook. This thing is BS. I don't think that the owners, hear me out, I just don't think that the owners of these franchises that have $300 million fucking salary payouts should have to pay the money if the games aren't played. It's not their fault either. If the games are not played and you're a guaranteed player, you didn't get hurt on the field. You didn't get hurt playing the game. You're not even hurt. These dudes aren't making any revenue. They're not making any TV money. No peanut money. No hot dog money. No beer money. No ticket sales. No one gives a shit about the owners because, oh, the owners got a ton of money. They're fucking rich. Right? No. Wrong. BS. Owners live day to day just like us on a higher level. Red Sox need that place to be selling out. Bruins need that place to sell out. Patriots need that place to sell out. They got people to pay big ass bills to pay. Big bills. And if you think you're not going to go to work, bro, bro, 6.5 million. So that's something to think about. All right, guys, I'm going to take my first break. Speaking of loot, because I don't make 6.5 million, but yet I do my podcast every night. I don't make 6.5 million, but yet I show up to take junk every single day. Up at 5 in the morning every day, not making 6.5. I go in, and, and I'm picking up junk from people. People get within 6 feet of me. I walk, I back up. I say, hey, whoa, whoa, bro. 6 feet. But I'm still there. I got my mask on. I got my glove on. If it makes you feel better, put a fucking bandana on while you're out there. 6.5 million. Bro, I would fucking jump into a volcano for 6.5 million and just fucking die so that my family could could make could be happy. They'd be like, fuck it. 6.5 mil, dad jumped into a volcano. Jesus. Can't even like my head is just gonna explode. Alright. Greg Hill Foundation. Greg the Greg Hill Foundation.org is today's sponsor of the day. Um, what I do is I pick a local organization every single day and free plug the shit out of them. GregHillFoundation.org. They need your help. They're not making much money right now. The way they make money is by having live events. There are no live events. So if you could go over there, even donate five, a dollar, man. Just anything would, would really, really help. 
if you guys could donate to these guys. Maybe someone could reach out to Sean uh, Doolittle and maybe he can donate some of his $6.5 million from sitting on his fucking ass. And that's another thing is that he's complaining now that people are saying, if you don't like it, stay home. Like he's, he's a whiny bitch. And listen, if I met him in person, I'd run in the other direction, dude. I, I am truly not a confrontational man. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm hard behind the horn. If you know what that means. Okay. I, I honk the horn and then I run. That's it. I'm a baby. I mean, there was like, I shot a video today on my TikTok of a group of bikers that were all standing like elbow and elbow. And I was like, I bet you no one's got the balls to tell them that they need to back up six feet and get the hell away from each other. Not me. I will not resist, bro. Uh-uh. Ain't happening. All right. We'll take a break. When we get back, we are going to cover uh, Takashi 69. Okay. We're going to cover Takashi. When we get back, we're also going to do where we should be trying to find the cure for coronavirus. Where are we going to find the cure? Also, we'll talk about uh, federal judge and what type of industry he's going to help. All right. We'll be right back. Fantastic. I am one cent closer to having this program be the best program it could possibly be. One cent closer to having another tablet or better equipment so that we can join another live stream. We're live on Facebook. We're live on TikTok. This is my podcast, Spazzing Out. You're hearing it on some kind of podcast place, platform, whatever you want to call it. AnthonyPaziali.com has a bunch of links to where you can get my podcast. Please subscribe to it and thank you for making it this far. Two days Sponsor of the day is the Greg Hill Foundation. This program is brought to you by the Greg Hill Foundation. Go to thegreghillfoundation.org. They need our help to donate money so that they can help other people. They usually make money by having live events, in-person events. They just had to cancel their golf tournament and a couple other events because of coronavirus, COVID-19. So if you would... Head over to the GregHillFoundation.org and make a small donation. I'd really appreciate it, and they would really appreciate it, so that they can continue to help people. They help out a lot of people. Almost thirty thousand. I'm sorry. Um, it's almost a thousand uh, beneficiaries, and almost four million dollars have been given to the beneficiaries. I think that's accurate information. You could check. That's probably fucking fake news, but you could check out their website. All right, speaking of charitable organizations, is it okay for a charitable organization to take money from a convicted felon? A convicted felon has donated $200,000 to the No Kid Hungry organization. No Kid Hungry organization is another one of those organizations that raises money to make sure that kids get food. Tons of kids in the United States don't have food and apparently tons of kids in Africa also are fucking starving because that's what my father told me every time I didn't want to eat something he'd say there's there's hungry kids in Africa or kids are starving in Africa or kids are dying in Africa something was fucking happening in Africa all the time with no matter what I was doing if I was didn't want to take a shower kids kids in Africa can't take showers if I didn't want to eat something kids in Africa are starving if I didn't want to take out the trash kids in Africa don't even have trash to take out so apparently shit's bad 
for kids in Africa, at least when I was growing up. So the organization has denied the donation. They said, we're all set. It doesn't align with our motto. They have ethics. They say, hey, it doesn't align. We're good. We don't need your $200,000. You guys, I think you guys know where I'm going with this. I think it's fucking bullshit. You take the money from whoever wants to give you the money. You have hungry kids. Do you know how many kids you could feed with $200,000? Do you think they give a shit? If it, where it came, I'll tell you where it came from. It came from Takashi 69. Takashi 6 IX 9 INE. This dude is a convicted felon. And he's a rat. He ratted out his boys. He, and he also went to jail for a few years. And he was also convicted of having sexual uh, relations of some sort with a 13-year-old girl when he was 18. Guy's a scumbag. I'm not debating whether or not the guy's a scumbag. But apparently people don't care how much of a scumbag he is because his album just came out and it's almost atop the fucking the billboards. So the guy's making money. So whatever record label has him doesn't give a shit if he was a scumbag. Why should this charitable organization care? Why should they care? $200,000 the man donated. Who gives an F? Now we'll, we'll take it like this. Should we not have taken Robert Kraft's masks? Should we just not take any any donations from the Kraft Foundation anymore? Should we, should everybody just say, oh, fuck that. We don't want anything from Robert Kraft. He got a fucking hand job. Holy shit. And he still hasn't gone to court for it. He still hasn't been put on trial. He, he could be a felon. He's not. The guy's a fucking 80-year-old man who bought you six Super Bowls and should be able to get a hand job wherever the hell he wants, if he wants it. I don't have a beef with that. I just think it's ridiculous that an organization that lives off of donations, that feeds kids, you need money to feed these to feed these kids, bro. You can't say no. You cannot turn down a two hundred thousand dollar donation. You just fucking can't. It's unbelievable to me. There are so many people out there that could benefit. Sorry, my thing's about to go off. There are so many other people out there, so many kids, starving, hungry, desperate for food, and you're like trying to be picky with who's going to take donations from you. Like, oh, sorry, Takashi. Sorry, 6ix9ine. Bro, we can't take you $200,000. And then you're going to turn your head and you're going to look at the kids that are starving and you're going to go, you know, we already raised enough money for you guys. We're good. We're good. We can't, we can't, we can't sell you out. Bro, I would suck. Let me tell you something. If my kids were fucking hungry, I'd be down on my hands and knees with my mouth open, mouth wide open to feed them. I would do whatever I could. I would take money from anybody, anybody. What? Your live broadcast contains vulgar language. Please adjust. Got it. Oh, Facebook or, uh, (laughs) I just got in trouble on TikTok. For my vulgar language. I apologize, TikTok friends and family, for the vomit of the mouth. But I'm passionate about this topic. I just think it's absolute garbage. I just think it's terrible that there is an organization out there that would turn down... You know what? Oh my God! Takashi, bro... The Greg Hill Foundation will take him... You know what? Maybe they won't. I I can't speak for Greg. I can't speak for the Greg Hill Foundation... Reach out to Greg Hill. He might take the money. I don't know if he will. He might take it. 
I can't speak for them. I, I'll tell you what. You send me the money. I'll start a charity called I don't give a fuck where the money comes from dot org. Plain and someone should check to see if that's open. See if we can buy that website. I don't give a fuck where the money comes from dot org. And we will donate to all the people that are hungry. We will take money from drug dealers, from fucking prostitutes, strippers, um, all the scumbags. You name the scumbag, we'll take the money. I don't care what you did, bro. I, we'll take OJ Simpson's money. Anybody's, I'm a scum, I don't give a shit. I don't care where the money comes from or where the money came from. Or I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Where the money came from .org. That's it. That's the name of the website. That's going to be the name of my foundation. My foundation, when I start it someday, will be called, I don't give a fuck where the money came from. Simple, done. And we will raise a ton of money and we will donate it to the hungry people and we'll donate it to anybody that needs it. They can have it because we don't care where the money came from. I don't give a shit if the money came from the the, the terror or, or the drug dealer from Ozark, bro, I don't care, we'll take the loot, I don't, you know what, that's what I would say, I would take the loot, and someone would ask me, they'd say, hey, Anthony, while they're eating their, they're not gonna ask you, bro, you think someone eating their meal is gonna be like, oh, oh, dude, you got this money from Takashi, oh, no, they're gonna eat, bro, and if they do ask, you know what I'm gonna say, I'm gonna quote Ruth from Ozark, I'm gonna say, I don't know shit about fuck, that's what I'm gonna say, Oh, where'd the money come from? I don't know shit about fuck. That's what I'm going to say. That's where the money came from. You got food on the table. It's a donation. So that's how I feel about that. I don't think you should turn down any type of donation whatsoever. I did almost say terrorist. I, I, I'll say terrorist on my program if someone's a terrorist. He was a, he's a drug lord. It, it, you know who's a, that fucking... The, the the no kids hungry organization might be a fucking terrorist organization for not taking this kind of money. That was just in jest. But let me tell you something. I would take money from a terrorist. I would. I fucking would. 150,000%. If I had a charity, I would take money from a goddamn terrorist. I would take their loot. It's money. It's green. It spends. It feeds. I would take it. I don't care. You're just giving me loot, bro. What does it matter? <sighs> All right. So that's how I feel. And I and listen, man, I, I love charities. So if you are... Here, I'll, I'll put a plea out there. That all these people, real nice and simple, then we'll move on. Maybe you guys could pass us along to some of your shady-ass friends, okay? If you are a drug dealer, a convicted felon, maybe you're a murderer, you're a gangster, you're a terrorist... Um, you, you've been convicted of uh, diddling kids. You name it. You're just the biggest scumbag in the planet. And you're just a loser. And nobody wants to take your money from a charitable organization. Hold on. TikTok's fucking up again. No one wants to take your money. Donate it to me. Give it to me. Anthony Paziali. I have a somewhat okay name. It's not the best. It's not the greatest. I've done some bad things. I've done some good things. But in, in general, I'm a good guy. You can hand the money over to me and I will make the donation. I, you can funnel it right through me. You can give the money to I don't give a fuck where the money came from. .org. Give it to me and I'll donate it. Okay? God. 
care where the money came from, man. This kid's starving. Like, who cares? Honestly. All right. We need to move on from this topic. <sighs> Bro, if you know people who want to donate money and they're worried about shady situations, I'll take it. All right. Next thing. Real quick, maybe we should... um. Mm, ah. Well, all right. You know what? Speaking of shady organizations, a federal judge has come out and said that 100% strip clubs can apply for the small business loans. These are those loans that are to pay people. And if you, uh, I don't know exactly, they're just called like the pay people fucking loan. Look it up, Google that shit. But you got to use 75% of the money uh, towards paying people for it to be forgiven. So strip clubs can collect the money. Here's the problem. You people need to, this should be how stupid, this should be the segment, how stupid are we? You people who own strip clubs that are primarily cash businesses that pay strippers cash and strippers get paid cash, please, morons, use your brains and do not apply for these loans. Why? Because I have a business. And I have applied for these loans. And the stuff that I had to fill out is financial information. What are they gaining? I put it into their website. Boop, 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 boop. They get financial information from me. Alleged info, right? Well, the info I give is legit. I take my P&L and I put in the right information that can match up with my taxes. This is a ruse to get the cash people to put their information in so the government will know what you really made. Because they give you money based on your payroll. So if Chanel fucking puts in for $100,000 because that's what she made in cash last year, but Chanel didn't report $100,000, they're going to investigate your stupid ass or they're going to come after you for $40,000 because they take at least 40%. Because when you are a self-employee, you pay everything. What does that mean? It means you pay your income tax. It means you pay your self-employment tax. Normally, when you're a W-2 person, the company pays like seven, it's, it's a little bit less. It's like 6.5% to your social security and 6.5% towards um, Medicaid or fucking whatever the other one is, right? It's a total of like almost 14%. But when you're self-employed, you pay it. So that's why you pay like 40 to 45%. If you made 100 grand, you're going to be paying 45,000. They want you to apply for the loan, you moron. Because they want you to say that this is how much you made when in fact you're you're fucking on food stamps because you have a kid and you're claiming your fucking kid and you're getting free money from the government, free cable, free everything, free bomber phone all this shit, and your deadbeat boyfriend lives with you, and now it's all going to end because you were trying to make a couple extra bucks during a hard time, and they're going to get you for fraud, you idiot. Stupid moron. Same thing, and I'm not the biggest conspiracy theory person. I'm just smart. Same thing with giving $1,200 to everybody. The government couldn't force you. They couldn't force you to give them your bank account info. You wouldn't fucking give up your bank account to anybody. But then the second the government says, hey, we're going to give you 1200 bucks," All you fucking mutants went online and typed in your bank account information for direct deposit. Boom, 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 boom. The government didn't need to force you, man. They just bought it. They bought 
your bank information for 1200 bucks. There you go. Done. Great job. You guys are all mutants. So strip clubs and people that make cash. If you are someone that was making cash and then you applied for one of these loans or you want to, don't. Idiot. Think about it. They will know your financials and you've been lying and BSing. There has never, ever been a stripper on the damn planet that has ever claimed what she's actually made. And I bet you 99.9% .9 of you guys have a kid. You're on fucking welfare, living in goddamn Section 8 or living in some other house with five other fucking peelers. Smarten up. Smarten up. There's my advice. But the federal judge said it was totally cool. You can apply for it if you want. Of course they would say that because they want your information. You bunch of idiots. All right. We covered that. We're, oh, oh man, I, I really, I, I while we're doing conspiracy theory talk, dude, I, I really, 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 oh, Aaron Lynch just popped on. Hey, Lynchy, love you. Since Aaron just popped on, today's, um, you know, free pushola or whatever the hell I call it. So every night I pick a local business or a lo local entity or a local author to talk about throughout the program. Tonight is the Greg Hill Foundation. So, guys. The Greg Hill Foundation needs your help. It needs our help. Currently, they had to cancel their golf tournament and a couple of other in-person events. That's how, the, that's how the foundation makes money. The foundation makes money by throwing live events that you guys buy tickets for and that you go to and that you bid on. Right now, they can't do that kind of stuff. So you need to go to the GregHillFoundation.org and I need you guys to donate. Just donate something. Five, ten, a dollar. Anything you can donate. Now, they have another thing on there called Restaurant Strong. Listen, man, that's doing okay on its own. So, I mean, if you want to donate to that, please do. But I would like you to donate straight up to the foundation because they're going to need the money. They need it. They want to still help people out. They, there are a lot of people that are affected by the coronavirus and other things. A lot of people whose houses are burning down. All sorts of shit is happening. And the Greg Hill Foundation helps out with those things. But it can't help unless you guys help. And there's no events to go to to raise money. That's how they make revenue. So if you could please, the GregHillFoundation.org, I'd really appreciate it if you guys went there and you donated. And like I said, I, I can't speak for Greg or for the foundation, but if Takashi69 wants to take the $200,000 that the No Kid Hungry uh, organization decide didn't align with their, with their point of view, uh, donate it to me. And I will give it to the foundation because we'll gladly, again, I can't speak for the foundation. What I can tell you is that if you donate it to me personally, I will donate it to them. They don't have to know it came from the scumbag um, guy that's a convicted diddler and a bum. No one needs to know about it. Like I said, we'll start an organization called I don't give a fuck where the money came from dot org. And then I'll donate it to the Greg Hill Foundation. They don't have to know if they want to have morals about it. They don't have to know me personally. I don't. I already told you guys. I don't care where the money comes from. I want to help people out. All right. So I came across this today, right? It's so I, when I do my research for the show, and I do do research, guys. I know it seems like I don't. Uh, there was a story in the news that a hundred and thirteen-year-old lady has survived the coronavirus, and she also survived the Spanish flu. Now, I guess there are like six other people in the world that are a hundred plus that were alive during the Spanish flu. They had the Spanish flu and coronavirus and they survived. What I don't understand 
is why this is a feel-good story, and it's not some kind of plea to have the government take these people, put them in a lab, and take their blood, and try to figure out what they have and their blood that helped them survive the Spanish flu and the coronavirus. They obviously have something. There's something about their DNA, the antibodies in their body, that could probably help us out. So that's just a little plea. I want to put it out there. Find the 113-year-old lady, stick her ass in a lab, take her blood, and try to figure out if you could figure out some kind of serum from her blood. I'm sure there's a reason that this lady was able to survive two of the biggest pandemics ever. Now, we're done on that topic. All right, last topic. You know, I love show disruption. You guys know I love that shit. Last topic is briefly, let's talk about um, the new stimulus package or whatever you guys want. I call it monopoly money package. So let's talk about the monopoly money package that's going to get voted on on Friday. So the government wants to give us uh, another $3 trillion. They want to give everybody another $1,200 uh, uh, check and they want to help people out. And it might seem like it's a good idea. And I hate being preachy on, 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 on my show or things like this. It's just a bad idea, guys. We don't have the money. This country doesn't have another tree, $3 trillion to give you people. You need to figure out a way to get back to work. And you need to figure out a way to make yourself essential or something like that. Figure out how to work. We can't keep taking fake money. I want you to think about that. Who's paying? Who is going to pay for this? Who? Who? Sound like a fucking owl. Literally. The only people that are going to pay for it is us. So later down the road, they're going to be looking for that money. They're going to try to get it back. I know it, you know it sounds good and that it's great to get another 1200 bucks. Personally, just so you guys know, I didn't get the 1200 bucks. I'm not going to get the $1,200, okay? Simple. All right? And maybe I shouldn't bitch about it, all right? Maybe I'm lucky enough, right? Like, oh, kid, you don't even qualify for the 1200 bucks because I fucking work my ass off. I'd love to get the $1,200, but I'm a ball-busting, hard-working dude that gets up at fucking 5 in the morning every day and works his nuts off. Even in the middle of a pandemic, I found a way to keep my business going. And I reached out to the government, man. They offered like three grand. I was like, $3,000, bro. Beat it. Should have taken the $3,000 because I would have used that money towards something good or paid employees or something like that. But whole point of the fact is there's a bunch of hidden shit in this new bill that I wanted to bring up. All right, if you guys get another round of checks, good for you, okay? Take the money. Please, I, I beg of you, if you are going to buy stupid shit with the $1,200, just donate it to the Greg Hill Foundation. Because if you're going to go out and you're going to buy useless stuff and not pay your bills, which is what this money is for, it's for you to pay your phone bill, for you to pay your gas bill, for you to pay your electric bill. If you're going to take the extra 1200 bucks. And you're going to waste it on crap? Donate it to somebody. My wife just came downstairs, guys. Hold on for a second. Um, she's showing me something. Um, here. Here, guys. What do you guys... I don't know if you can see that. Can you Can you see that? She's working on a new... No, that, Nicole did that. Um, it's, it's a, I'll post it afterwards. Here's a, a little logo update. It looks fantastic, and I love it. It looks good. I wish I, you know... I, wait, hold on, hold on. Guys, we, I want to finish my topic, but so my wife just passed me a photo, and uh, her friend Nicole made me like a cartoon, right? You think she could have made me fucking jacked? Look at it. Look, do you see the arm? I think it looks great. Do you see the arm? Like, the arm looks like I'm a fat dude with fucking man boobs. 
Yes, it does. She could have at least made me jacked. Bro, what are those fucking pythons? You want, you want the photo that's like this. Yeah, I want to be jacked. So, all right, we got a nice photo. Thanks. So, take the 1200 and do something with it that you're supposed to do with it. But I don't, you know what? Forget it. The American people are going to get the loot. You're going to get the loot because the election's coming up. They got to give you more money. And it's got to be from them, not from Trump. Trump gave you the money the first time around. This time, fucking Pelosi's giving you the money and the Democrats. Here's my beef with what they want to do, okay? Biggest problem. Forget the whole thing, okay? I don't care about the trillion. Here's my problem. $75 billion. $75 billion. Only $75 billion is going towards something that to me is the most important thing that needs to be happening right now in this country. And it's not cheese pizza. Although I would be. Cheese pizza would be good. I had pizza today. I didn't end up going to um, Chuck E. Cheese's. I went to Triple E's. Fucking bomb. So $75 million has been earmarked for testing and contact tracing. You would think that's a lot of money. I think it's a joke. They should have took all $3 trillion, take all $3 trillion, spend all $3 trillion on testing, then we can find out how many people in this country really have the disease, how many people are really sick, how many people are really in danger, and then guess what? If it's not that bad, we can all go back to work, and we don't need your fucking money. We don't need your loot. We'll go back to work, or you'll...